Good morning and happy Sunday. Good morning, Queens. Good morning, morning, Constance. Hi, Anne. Hi, Con. How are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited for our first ever Queenstash. So am I. I feel really uh, grateful for the opportunity for us to be talking to you guys on this level because obviously... I've been writing to you all for so long and I'm really excited to be chatting to you with my beautiful best friend, Annalise. Hey. hey. So Constance, as you probably know, is the well-known blogger. She's the writer. Uh, you might have seen her popping up in your Facebook feed. Um, and who am I? you me popping up. Great. Annalise. It's, it's, it's a great question. <laughs> I'm Annalise. I'm Con's bestie. I'm the gale to her Oprah for now anyway. I'm sort of hoping to move into You'll more be Oprah Ellen. by the end of this show. No, no, Ellen. More relevant. Um <laughs> Um, coming up on the show this morning, we reveal a thing that men are most ashamed about, about their body. <laughs> and it's not actually what you're thinking. Um, we're also going to be talking about how posting pics of your kids on your socials um, can get you in some legal hot water, which scares the absolute bejesus out of me. Um, hey, also, the worst thing that Trump has done since coming into power. Oh, we are fuming, to say so the least, rank. aren't we, Con? Furious. Horrendous. Um, and what's a queen? Why are we the queen sesh? Find out what next. What are we even doing? This is the queen sesh. So you might have heard of Constance Hall. She's the polarising blogger. Uh, Con, you've got over <laughs> a million followers on Facebook. You're Australian best-selling author. And, um, and me, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a working mum. I've got two divine love God boys um, for sons and I'm... Probably, I guess, the best way to describe me would be, um, you know, dramatic, um, needy, (laughs) high maintenance, intense also, um, too too much has kind of been thrown around um, my whole life. Yeah, amazing. If you heard our opener, you would have heard that um, I'm the chic one. (laughs) Just ask me. (laughs) (laughs) She's not a looks chic. On the inside, she's not as chic. Not chic. Perfectly blow-dried. Yeah, divine. I love girly things. I love all things (laughs) chic. I really, really <laughs> love to use the word chic. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Con and I, we've been best mates since we were five, um, which is, you know, 28 years. 28 years. Sounds so old. Every year oh. we have a little celebration, another year of best friendship. Yeah, we're not like those, like, we're, uh, you know, like about us, we're not those smug best friends that are like, yeah, we're mm. besties and we have pyjama parties. We're like actually rank like sisters mm. who just fight all the time and are complete opposites. Yeah. So but you know, you're, you're the first person I call if I'm in a crisis. You're you're my course. lifeline. Yeah. Um, if I, if find I found out you were pregnant before you did, I know everything. Yeah. Actually, I think you found out before my husband. Both. <laughs> I found out before <laughs> everyone's husband. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you know, like we've been through it all, you know, bars, babies, uh, we moved into state together when we were 18 and we lived in revolting share houses, sharing a double oh, yeah. bed, Yuck. which I, I was trying to think, how did we actually pick up when we were sharing a double bed? I, I, well, you I, just slept with everyone else that we lived with. <laughs> <laughs> and I was celibate because I was going through a bit of a, well, was me, I'm fat and no one likes me stage. Um, but yeah, that's us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but we we are so excited about the Queen Sesh. You know, this is the show for queens. Nothing is too taboo. Nothing's off the table. Um, we don't want to just scratch the surface. We want to talk about things that matter to you guys. And we're just absolutely so excited to to be here, really. And you know, the Queen Sesh. Why are we the Queen Sesh? Now, Con, if people aren't familiar with your blog. They might not realise, what is a queen? Why are we the queen sesh? Like, who are these weirdos calling themselves queens? You well, know, if you the didn't understand, the, it might sound weird. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when I'm walking in through the supermarket and like a man turns around to me and goes, hey, Queen. <laughs> my, you know, kids are like, mum, what? So the Queen thing came about. It was really sort of, I did not plan it. I was just like, one day I was like, decided to just get my, my belly out on Facebook and show everybody what it looked like rather than pulling the angles that I used to do to try and make it look skinny and, you know, that stuff. And I was like, no, bugger it. You know, my stomach's like this for a reason. We're all Queens. Let's all share, you know, let's all share photos of our tires and our stretch marks and our cellular and, and just and embrace that we're queens. And you well. Four kids. I have had four twins. children. I mean. No, my tummy was like this for four kids, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I keep blaming, I keep saying to my husband, I'm like, babe, I've had four kids. He's like, what is wrong with you? You've always looked like this. <laughs> it's a really good excuse though. So anyway, then this all just sort of came about and it just took off and I found that everybody who was following my page was so beautiful and honest and they just became like royalty to me and to themselves. So I started calling them queens and we just moved into this queen thing of women who are tired of being um, turned against each other so it's more it's women who just want to support each other not just mums any woman that is just sort of exhausted by the whole bitchy female you know the media and um, society is constantly putting us against each other sensationalized articles are always written about how you know they're just designed to create a divide and a war and the queen thing is just the opposite it's just we're all really different we all have massive different walks in life and I find us all so interesting so that's what we're here we want to hear from you we want to hear from all of the queens and we want everybody to sort of walk away from or turn off the radio from the feeling or get out of the car I should say of enlightened and feeling a little bit good about themselves we just want you to feel great about yourselves because we are massive queen lovers absolutely and you can contact us anytime on our socials at the queen sesh facey insta we live on facebook we'd love to hear from you That's right. anytime whatever you want to chat about you're listening to the queen sesh with constance hall and annalise and up next we're going to talk about something that trump has done that has made us completely furious the, 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 the queen sesh now con trump had his first week as president this week. Yep. It's consumed <sighs> a lot of everybody's minds, brain space. It has. Because you know what? I, I, I find him gross. I find him... <laughs> yeah, um, so he, he's orange. He's a misogynist. <laughs> I don't even mind the orange. Half the time I'm orange. I've done so many bad spray tans. It's his disgusting attitude towards women that I just hate. Oh, and not only just women, but all minorities. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and look, we a lot of videos came out from the inauguration, um, which really entertained me, but also broke my heart. Just of yep. him being so horrible to Melania. Um, you know, he whispered that thing to her and her face dropped. And, absolutely. Um, even just the way he got out of the car and left Melania, you know, just trailing behind him and all, all of these things that just makes him really look like a horrible what annoyed husband me was as that well she as had, a bad She person. waited until he wasn't looking before she her heart broke in her face. Aww. So I hate that. Like my heart breaks every time a husband opens his mouth, but I'd show him in yeah. front of him. I go, oh, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Whereas, you know, like she obviously waited and then her heart just sank and I was just like, oh, save Melania. Hashtag save Melania blink twice. It, it totally. was just soul crushing. And it was beautiful last week. All the women around the world marching for minorities and, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was beautiful. And then what does he do? What is the, one of the first things he, he does when he gets into power? He signs a global gag rule. So it's basically an executive order cutting about $600 million a year in funding uh, to health groups that advise on abortions. Uh, it's, it's money that helps around about 27 million women access contraceptives worldwide. It's international assistance for family planning, reproductive health to other countries. Now gone. Unbelievable. 
Uh, just and that that vision of him signing that order with all, all of, of those those white blokes just sitting around and they're all just just smugly signing away. Yeah, I can't. Even, I, I can barely speak about it. I, I'm so angry. I I'm so disgusted and I'm just so upset about it. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's disgusting. It's you know what always what rung true to me is that. Women's a woman's will to not carry a child is just as strong as her will to carry one. It's Absolutely. been proven time and time again. When you're not offering a safe abortion for a woman, she will find an unsafe one, and that is going to affect future reproduction. It's also possibly going to kill her. There are so many repercussions of what he's done that yeah, it's disgusting. That I can't believe it's the year 2017 and this is happening. I know, and it's actually been reported that. Um, about 13, there'll be an increase in uh, about 13% of uh, maternal deaths from unsafe backyard abortions. And we will, someone will be collecting those stats, the official ones, and it will be blood on his hands, but I tend to think he's not going to give to, so this is the kind of man he is. Um, but yeah, look, and you feel particularly strong about a woman's right to choose as do I. I'm a huge advocate for pro-choice. I obviously am not quiet about the fact that I have had terminations before. One of them you escorted me to in Melbourne wearing yeah. a wig and glasses. And yeah. um, and it's something that it's that you're treated with so much care and respect and love when you walk through those doors. And you just know that you've come to the right place. And that it's, you know, like it, it's just a place where women are all waiting together in the waiting room. And we've all just got this like nod of solidarity of we're all here together. We're all executing our rights to take control over our own bodies. And just the fact that that's taken away from some women, it's such a step backwards because we're trying to like minimise the divide, not make it bigger. And now it's even bigger because we've still got access to the safe terminations in there. It's just more and more things are getting taken away from the underprivileged. It's absolutely painful. Donald Trump from the Queen's. Get in the bin. This is the Queen Sesh. So, Annalise, what I wanted to talk about was something that I have never really considered to be a big problem, but I was swimming recently with some friends, guy and girl, married couple, and mm. the guy the girl was telling me about, she was looking at her husband's body and she's gone, yeah, he's got really big man boobs. And I've gone, right. really? Hang and on, wait, goes, in front of him? In front of no, him? No, no, we couldn't okay. really see him. He's got a great body. I thought he was hot as. I was yeah. like, don't complain. He looks amazing. But she goes, yeah, like, he's really self-conscious of them. And I was like, actually, I think my husband's a little bit self-conscious of his man boobs too. So I had a conversation with him and he was like proving that to be true. Since then, every man that I've talked to has confessed to me that man boobs are a really big issue. Really? Yes. See, I, I would never notice man boobs. I, I, unless they were really like a borderline size cup C. I and just, also, I think that if a guy's like lurking at your boobs, then you tend to look down at theirs to see if they have any, just really? as a bit of payback. Yeah, I did that to a boss once. He was like, you've got such big boobs. And I was like, well, I'm a woman. What's your excuse? And he was like, <laughs> 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 he never cracked onto me again. <laughs> um, so we've actually got your husband, Bill, on the line Bill. because he's such a brave king and he... I guess we really want to ask him about it because this is something that women, we, the bigger the better in terms of our boobs. So this is something that's so foreign to us. Hello, <laughs> Bill. Welcome to the Queen Sesh. Hi, honey. Hi, guys. Hi. Oh, we're so, so happy Bill. to have you as our first guest, obviously. Has, had I know. To be Welcome it's to the Queen Sesh. <laughs> I love you, babe. Can you talk to us about... I was wondering where about... you were going during the day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, we're not here again, are we? <laughs> um, no, I haven't moved out. I'm just on at the radio station. Talk to me, babe. 
Annalise. So, Bill, tell us about your moves. Right. Well, they're not as, they're not as accentuated as, as what everyone thinks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it is a topic, and I notice when mine flare up. Let's use that. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Why, in what situation would they flare up? Like when you've eaten too much. Christmas time is a big oh, wait, the, okay. the mm, moves. Cool. Mm. Uh, but I've always been self-conscious. You know, you go to uh, the shops, you try on some clothes, and you're forever just ripping them back off. And you go, no. <laughs> uh, you find something wrong with it. Your collar doesn't fit me or something. But actually, it's because so it's Bill, too tight I, around your chest. So, Bill, can I ask you a personal question? Is that why you always wear, like, polos with, like, the collar and stuff? Because it's oh, like... Oh, and the thick material. Yeah. You guys because are really make... over-analyzing this. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not something that you like to talk about. Like, I know, you know, it's not one of no, those I things. No, I find it uncomfortable. You often talk about weight gain and stuff like that. I always go to pectorials. No, no, my pectorials. Yeah, but you find it uncomfortable. If I was to say at a dinner party, babe, talk to it, show us your boobs, you well, would be probably uncomfortable. Probably guys do find, uh, you know, are quite self-conscious if you go, if you dig down deep. And, you know, a lot of things are quite embarrassing to them. But their mm-hmm. ego, when they're tapped into it, sort of supersedes it all so they can just keep floating on that. Well, right. Bill, thank you so much for coming on and being our first guest She's going to turn Queen you off, babe. We No, we really... <laughs> I'm going to fade him down in, in uh, five seconds. I love you, Bill. Um, thank you so much. And, you know, it's so brave of you to come on and talk about that. And, look, if you are a king with moobs or if you're a bloke with body image issues, let's open up the conversation. Blokes, our Queen Sesh pages, this is your safe space. We'd love to hear from you at the Queen Sesh. The Queen Sesh. Con, you and I, our history spans back, as we've said, 28 long years. <laughs> yes. We were put next to each other in year one. That's how yeah. we met each other. Little five-year-olds, just oh. divine, fresh, <laughs> chic little things. No wrinkles. <laughs> chic little things. <laughs> yeah, I've been looking, thinking a lot about us because I've obviously, in lead up to this show, we've been talking about my relationship with Annalise, how we met, what we've been through. And, like, we've been through so much together. When Mm. we were – obviously, we we went to primary school together. That's how we met each other. And when we were in primary school, we were both the slowest kids in the school. Yeah. Which was funny because we were really not Not mentally, not mentally, obviously. No, not mentally. Quick, 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 In sports. Yes, sports. And, yeah, yeah, somehow we managed to still remain being, like, the ultra-coolest kids ever. But – what I always tell everybody, because I think it's really cute, is that when we were in year three, we were so tired of being last <laughs> in every race. And I thought you were going to say we were so tired from, from being in a sports carnival, which is like, yeah, sure, I can imagine <laughs> so that. So drained. Over <laughs> so oh. we, we, ha- we got together before the, ca- the carnival and we were like, okay, we're both going to come last again. What are we going to do? And I was like, I don't want to come last. I'm so tired of everybody always staring at me. And Annalise was like, yeah, I don't want to come last either. And so we said, all right, let's not. We'll just both draw last. And so we, 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 we went, the beginning of the race, it was like, on your marks, get set, go. And we both looked at each other and we jumped in the water and we did our weird drowny doggy paddle thing. Mm. And we kept looking at each other <laughs> and like hanging back to make sure that the other one didn't actually come last. And we both tied it and we like gave each other the biggest high five at the end. And the I teachers know. are like, what are you so stoked about? You both came last. And we're like, but we didn't do it alone. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that sort of sums up our whole relationship. We've failed everything <laughs> that we we've ever attempted. Every, yeah, pretty much everything. But we didn't do it alone. Attempted. I know, and I love that. And I'm so <laughs> glad too. that I've had you along the way to come last with these last few I know. <laughs> I know. Thanks, Annalise. <laughs> the, 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 the Queen Sesh. Good morning. It's The Queen Sesh with Constance Hall and Annalise. 
So you might have heard of Constance Hall. She's the polarising blogger. Uh, Con, you've got over a million followers on Facebook. You're Australian best-selling author, and um, and me, I'm 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 a. <laughs> I've got 27 followers on Twitter, um, and hopefully by the end of the show, we'll sort of get it to 47. Which is kind of the aim I'm going for. And you can contact us anytime on our socials at the Queen Sesh, Facey, Insta. We live on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you That's right. anytime. Whatever you want to chat about. This is the Queen Sesh. Now, Con, for many, school's back tomorrow. Ugh. What a punish. I, I'm very fortunate I'm not in that phase of my life with my kids yet. And Are you not so there yet? Great. Seems no. to be taking forever for you. I love it. Just off you go, daycare, change of clothes, water bottle, bye, see you at the pick Yeah, up. right. See, love I'm back it. at school on Wednesday, I think. I haven't contacted them yet. To find, I haven't even enrolled <laughs> my kids yet. <laughs> I'm just going to show up and be like, can you take them? <laughs> But I, look, I was talking about school options with girlfriends recently because I'm starting to think about it. And one of the things that someone brought up was, you know, religious schools are a great option because a lot of them, they've got great facilities. They've got, you know, private school-esque levels of education and all the things they offer, but they don't have that private school price tag. And I'm, I'm just... Yeah, so they're just a cheaper private know. school. Yeah, which I think, like, I like that. I like the sound of it, but I'm, I'm just not convinced. I don't know. I'm not convinced at all one little bit. If you are religious, great, go for it. But if you're not, it's so conflicting for a child. You see, when I was, how old was I? About 13, I was expelled from one school. <laughs> only well, one of only many. One. It was yeah, only was one at the time. This is my, so my second school. My granddad said to my mum that he would pay for me to go to a religious school. We didn't have that sort of money, so my mum jumped at the opportunity. And I was just like, okay, cool, I'll give it a bash. And then um, I could, I was so confused for two years. I spent two years of hearing one thing from my family who were, um, you know, really um, progressive mindset and really like my dad had a lot of homosexual friends and always talked to me about like um, the, about things in life that, you know, you, you're not going to hear from a Catholic school, that's for sure. So he talked to me about evolution. The Catholic school sort of shunned that. He talked to me about, my, my whole family talked to me about a lot of things. The Catholic school taught me that, you know, like you, it's, a sin to have sex before marriage. My mum was in a relationship, so was my dad. Neither of them were married. They said, you'll go to hell if you do something like that. It's a sin to masturbate. All these things that are sort of, you know, really important in teenagers' lives that the schools are teaching you not to do. And you look at your teachers and you're just used to, because going to a like public primary school, you're used to your teacher's word being gospel. So when you're only like yeah. 13, you're still very impressionable and you're hearing one thing. 13 is young. Because look, I, I went to a, a, a religious high school and it was Methodist. Now, if you ask me what a Methodist is compared to a Christian, I, I couldn't tell you. And I don't think that it was very strongly, I mean, I know we did, um, you know, hymns and prayers and I do remember that and trying not to giggle through those, obviously, because, you know, flossy me in one ear out the other. But I do think that by particularly high school, you know, you've formed your own opinions. Um, if You know, you can chat to your parents about those opinions okay, and but the teacher's telling you one you, thing. Of course. You're sorry, your school wasn't particularly religious. You know, it was a no, it's an expensive no. private school, whereas I'm talking about like a cheaper 
heavily religious private school, um, Catholic school, where you pray three times a day, you go to mass once a week, you have religion every single day. Well, look, on 131060 or on our socials at the Queen Sesh, sending your kids to religious school, we want to hear from you. Are you religious? And you don't agree with people who send their kids who aren't religious. Um, are you on the fence? Are you someone that just wants to send your kids to a really good school but you're not religious? We want to hear from you. We'll take your calls next. Queen Sesh. We were talking about religious schools and is it okay to send your kids to a religious school if you're not religious? Is there any issue? I guess I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I went to a religious school. I had an okay experience, but you had a pretty bad experience in a religious yes, school I in did. high school. I didn't love it. Um, I, I just found it was really conflicting to hear one thing at home and one thing at school when it was such an intense thing that they were talking about. You know, they weren't just saying mm. you shouldn't put your Vegemite and your butter in that order. They were saying this is life and death, you know. And so my personal experience was, but I was one of those kids that used to just absorb stuff. Like I couldn't, you know, I didn't concentrate when it came to maths and science. But when people were talking to me about ethics, I was really interested. So mm. I'd take it on and I'd really carry the burden. I think that um, some kids are all, all kids are going to be different. I've got four kids now and I've noticed that my daughter is much more sensitive than my son. So you could pretty much tell your son that hell's about to freeze over and that, and he'd just be like, can I put the TV on? Whereas my <laughs> daughter would be like, <gasps> really? And she'd yeah. ask you a million questions. So it's, everyone's got their, going to have their own story to tell with this and their own um, different experiences and, and beliefs of what's best for their children. The most important thing is that I'm not telling anybody what they should do to their children, but it's a warning for me is that I found, I found a, a real struggle. All right, look, we've got a king that's called through and I love this. I love that kings are listening to our show. I'm me so too. shocked and I'm so that's awesome. thrilled. Um, <laughs> we've got Ben on the line. Ben, welcome to the Queen Sesh. Thank you very much. What's your opinion on this one? Well, look, I am quite atheist. Um, I don't, you know, I've, I've never really, as long as I can remember, um, being religious. But um, we are sending my son to a Catholic school. And um, we made that decision because the school um, seemed to have a really good community feel about it. Mm-hmm. And, um, look, I know he's going to get some brainwashing <laughs> along How the way. How old is your son, can I ask? Uh, look, he's going to prep. So, but you know, look, I've heard people who've gone to religious schools. Look, they talked a lot about it, but I didn't really think it was real. It would depend on the kid and, and the school. But yep, um, absolutely, what I liked about this particular school was that they had a really strong sense of community. And I think as you know, more people have become atheists and moved away from churches and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, some of that sense of community and helping each other has vanished a bit from mm. um, the way we all live. So I'm kind yeah. of hoping that he doesn't get. You know, it doesn't get unpleasantly brainwashed, but does benef- benefit from some of the community spirit um, of, of a Catholic school. And Ben, yeah, how, how would you feel like if, if your son came home and he started believing it? You know, he liked what they mm. were teaching and what they were talking about. How do you think that would sit with you? I actually find atheists that are militant in their views um, as annoying as people who are militant in their religious <laughs> views. So I sort of think um, if he forms some religious views, um, that doesn't bother me too much as long as he doesn't state it as absolute dead set fact, in which mm-hmm. case I would probably say, look, you know, these are all, you know, people have different beliefs and um, we can all choose what we want to believe. Thanks so much for coming Thanks, on. Ben. Ben to really the Queen interesting. I'd be interested to know how he goes. Keep us updated. Will do. If he turns into a little priest. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Queen Sesh. Now this week, Con, there's been a dark cloud hanging over women everywhere. 
and the dark cloud being Trump. But a little closer to home, uh, there was a dark cloud hovering over my poor husband, Clarence. Um, And the dark cloud was me. (laughs) But you know that week leading up to your period where like they can literally do nothing right. And even when they breathe, it's just like you want to throttle them. Or slurp tea. So the pinnacle for me this week when I kind of realised maybe it was monster crazy hormonal Annalise, not sheep divine, cool, calm, collected, like best wife ever Annalise. <laughs> um, he'd, I'd sent him off to do the food shopping naturally um, and I'd sent our not quite two-year-old with him, <laughs> which is so mean because he's so mean. Work. I can't believe he did it. Where are your balls, Clarence? I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> Anyway, so, and and like the last half hour, I kept looking at the clock thinking, oh, it's taken too long. Anyway, so he walks in the door with flowers for me, which is, he he, he does, he does it every week. Like he's he's I know, but what did you do to him? Well, nothing. It was more that like there were, and these divine pink flowers. I was really impressed because I love pink. And then I said, oh, can you put the flowers in the vase? I I hope I said thanks. I can't really remember. Anyway, and then I, I saw him put the flowers in with the old flowers that didn't match and they weren't quite as alive and I was furious and oh my God. He, I, the poor guy you know like I feel so much better now because you know the hormonal wave has passed and I realized that I was a monster but mm-hmm. I I've just felt so much fury this week oh. like it's real it's really real you know and yeah I know, I know you know I've so been there I'm always there <laughs> I actually got my hormone levels tested from my doctor because right. I was like convinced I was going through menopause because I was getting so angry all the time my period came and she was saying to me as you get older that just happens you just get more angry all the time wow okay blink twice hashtag save Clarence and Bill oh my god poor Clarence (laughs) (laughs) every single time that you guys have an argument I'm the first one to know because do you know what was funny once we were at this winery a couple of years ago and I remember Clarence having a bitch about you to me and he was going good to know (laughs) noted I'm just taking notes it was really listen because it was really really healing for my marriage with Bill because oh good I'm glad it's healing for yours my husband has a go at me every single time that we have an argument I text Annalise or I text my sister obviously and yeah all the time and he can't handle it because he bottles everything and that's his way of coping and so he goes to me why do you have to involve everybody else in our marriage and I'm like no 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 no. this is my way of calming myself down and we were at this winery once and Clarence goes I know you know about all of our arguments and I said, what's that supposed to mean? He goes, I haven't even finished talking before I hear the tap, 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 <laughs> of her text messages. And she's written it all out word for word, sent to con. And, <laughs> and Bill turns around and goes, no shit. And I said, yes. And he goes, that's what con does. But he was smiling and he was happy because he realized it's not just me. We all do it. Even yeah. my sister recently was getting in trouble for telling me everything, every. Every moment, oh, I'll probably get in trouble for saying that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> every moment of their argument. And I'm like, oh, my God, Stel, talk to Clarence. Annalise does it too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just the way women are. And we're not even doing it. We're not doing it to make our friends hate you. Oh, we're and we're not it. doing it to be spiteful either. No, not at all. We're doing it because it's a, it's a hormone that gets released and an emotion that makes us reach out to our friends, pull them in close, tell them everything, and then we can calm down. And we yeah. can move on because we've debriefed. And we we've don't hate you out. anymore. We're all on the same page. We can move on now. Married a dud. The Queen Sesh. Now, Con, posting pics of your kids on social media. You do it. I do, I do it. Yep. 
um, don't, I'd never think twice about it, but maybe mm. we should. Mm. Um, look, a couple of years ago now, a photographer in America called Heather Witten, she took this beautiful picture of her then one-year-old son and it was him in the shower sitting on his dad's lap and he had like violent gastro food poisoning. So he'd been vomiting and, and every we end for hours. Feels, oh, oh, the worst thing that can happen worst to your ever. house ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a fever. So his dad was in the shower with him for hours and she's a photographer and she captured this moment and it was this beautiful image. There was no, no bits showing. It was just everything side on, everything covered. It was just modest. It was just lovely and just real. And she shared on her um, Facebook page, it reached 9 million people. You know, people really loved this beautiful moment mm-hmm. of a dad being so doting with a son. It's just, oh, ovaries, just, you know, <laughs> divine. Anyway, so one person out of the 9 million complained. And now they set off this, you know, investigation against her and her family um, that they were putting him at, at unreasonable risk of harm. And it went on for a couple of years, middle of last year, they shut it down. But just this week, uh, an investigator, for some reason, that she doesn't even know why, has reopened the case. And they're re-looking into neglect. Now, it's, you... it's not what you think. It's not about, oh, the dad and being naked. It's yep. not, nothing to do with anything inappropriate with the dad. What the issue is and what they're saying is, uh, I guess, a risk for the child is that they've got a naked picture of themselves online. Um, okay. And it's an unreasonable risk of harm. Um, and it's involving the Department of Child Safety in Arizona. Which is the child just... isn't actually naked, though. Did you know that? No, I didn't know if that. If you zoom in on the photo, the child's wearing underwear. So is the man. Oh, you're joking. I'm not joking. Oh, so you're kidding me. You can see a little tiny white line of underwear. Oh. I mean, what Look, is wrong America's with the world? funny. I read an article once about a woman getting done for neglect because her 12-year-old son walked himself home from school and he couldn't find his key. So he said to the neighbours, do you mind if I go through your backyard and play basketball in my backyard till mum gets home in an hour? They said, fine. Somebody's called the police and this woman's like... This, they were considering taking her children away from her. I mean, America's different. It's got a completely different law oh, system. Yes. So I don't even know what's going on there. But I, from my perspective, like I do share photos of my children online and I don't think I'm putting them at any risk at all. I have had to, you know, like before I had um, a big following, I would share all sorts of pictures of like my, my babies and whatever and they would never be full frontal nudity but sometimes mm. you could see a bit of a bum and all that stuff and it was always just with a small group of people so it didn't matter. Now it's on a larger scale I have to be really really careful so I don't do anything like that and so I've had to alter, you have to change a lot of the things that you do when you're writing to a bigger group of people which really sucks because the big group it of people only suck. likes you because you are who you are and then all of a sudden you're offending people because you can't write to a million people without offending at least 400,000 of them mm. so you know like it's just I'm completely supporting this woman. It's a beautiful photo. I dare say if it was a photo of her and a child, it probably wouldn't have gotten so much attention. But because it was a Which man, is sad, it, was, isn't it? it was a man, it was striking. It's striking mm. to see a picture of a man caring for a baby with gastro. Oh. So oh. that's why it the reached feels. 9 million people. Oh. And that is why she's now being investigated. So yeah, it's it comes down to, you know, the world having such a weird view of like men with babies and it's a father and it was he was doing a beautiful thing. And my heart goes, out to her because I couldn't personally think of anything worse no. than like DCP investigating me. Like that is just, oh, and look, I would and feel like every, every core of who I, every inch of who I am has just been, you know, 
And look, violated. and the, the charge is really serious. You know, she will go on Arizona Central Registry for 25 years, um, can't work with children, all that sort of stuff. But look, that interesting to find out what happens. Um, yeah. The hearing's in a couple of days, so we'll definitely follow that up. This is the Queen Sesh. Con, we're nearly out of time, which is just so devastating. <laughs> no, really, like, because we're actually going to go back to our husband and children after this. Yes, I know. That is devastating. I haven't thought about that. I'm going to go out for lunch, I think. <laughs> well, I was just thinking maybe like, it's busy after the show. Um, we're going to go to a cafe and do coffee and read the paper, just doing work stuff <laughs> <laughs> the next hour. But something <laughs> uh, definitely never. Look, I oh, know mimosas, you know, that brunch, that chic brunch little cocktail. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> um, something that we'd like to finish the show on each week is Queen Vice. So this is advice for queens and you can contact, contact us any time on our socials at the Queen Session. If you've got something that you want to ask us, you know, we're no particular experts in anything really, but if there's something you want to chat about on the show, we'd love to hear from you anytime. And we've had a queen contact us this week and she's asked to remain anonymous. So we'll call her looking for love. Um, and she says, I'm a recently single mum in my 50s and wanted to try my luck on dating sites. Am I too old for Tinder? Can I answer this? <laughs> Can I, I be the so. one to answer this, please? Firstly, congratulations on your divorce. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because obviously I love love and I'm always trying to do whatever I can to help people keep their marriages together. But divorce in your 50s, my mum did it. It's not the easiest thing that you're ever going to do. And to, you know, you've taken that step. And the fact that you want to get back on the horse, oh my God, you're a legend. Please go on Tinder. My mum's on Tinder, if it makes you feel any better. She's 54. She's had a few good nights thanks to Tinder, I'll tell you what. It makes me feel <laughs> a, a bit sick. But Tinder surprises. <laughs> Tinder surprises. For your mum, Con. There oh. is never, you're never too old to be on Tinder or any no, dating websites. Oh my God. Not. If me and Bill break up or if, you know, one of us dies, I am definitely going to be going, I've got Tinder envy. I'm so jealous of Tinder. I've, I've got Tinder funny. FOMO. Like all I want to do is swipe. And we, we haven't been, we haven't been around since, you know, single Tinder Honestly, days. And all we want to do is people, be on Tinder. When someone single walks through my door, I'm like, hand it over. And they're like, what? I'm like, your phone, hand it over. And I sit there for two hours, swipe, 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 super swipe. Whatever that's super like. <laughs> that's all we have time for. Make sure you listen to us same time from 7 a.m. next Sunday. Hit us up on our socials anytime at the Queen Sesh. We'd Thank love to hear from you. Thank you for having us, Queens. We have love a great you so week. much. Have a beautiful week. This is the Queen Sesh.